And now the true inside crime story. New Jersey's girl in the iron mask, as revealed personally by the Honorable Robert Peacock, Assistant State's Attorney General of New Jersey. Concerning tonight's true detective mystery, Mr. Peacock has this to say. It takes a crime like this a long time to hatch. There were three generations back of this crime, brooding over it, living with it, until finally the 1935 generation committed it. But this tragedy really begins in 1897 in Salem County, New Jersey. Nobody's good enough for you. Your son wasn't. He proved it. He left me. My boy John is a good boy. A blacksmith just like me. And a hard worker. He loved you. But you nagged him. Nagged him nigh unto death. Because he wasn't rich. Because he was a blacksmith. Well, it's a good thing my folks are rich. They can look after me and the little girl Marguerite now that your son deserted me. I'll take the little girl. She <laughs> looks just like my son John. He ain't going to grow up into any snippy carter. You can't have her. I'll rear her to be a real carter. She'll never have any crop with men. Well, if you give her to me, I'll raise her right. She'll never be humiliated. I'll see that no man ever plays a trick on her. Your son played on me. Oh, oh, Maker. Genevieve, you even frighten horses. They ain't natural. I'll show you, Abner Fox. You and your blacksmith son. If any man ever comes near Marguerite when she grows up, I'll kill him. Well, I'm warning you. If you bring her up like that, you'll be the sorriest mother that ever lived. But, Mother, why do I have to wear pretty old dresses all the time? So the boys won't like you. Boys are bad. But, Mother, why are the other children always so mean to me? Because you're a carter, and you're better than they are. But then why don't you ever let me play with little boys? You're too little to understand now. You're only ten. But when you grow up, you'll thank me. What, Mother, you let me play with Norman Driscoll? Norman is different. He's your cousin. Oh, I love Norman. He protects me when the children pull my hair and kiss me. He'll always protect you. He'll never harm you like other men would. But it would be fun to play games at school with the other boys. Remember what I told you. Your name is Fox. But you are a carter. And you're not to play with boys. What you doing, setting out here alone? Uh, oh, I was 
And I am his partner. Oh, no. Why, Mr. Darbo, of course not. Been looking for you all over the school grounds. I, uh, will you, will you dance with me? Well, I, I haven't danced much. Neither have I. I'm more of a farmer than a dancer. Maybe we can kind of get along better since we're both kind of green. Will you? I'd love to. You're just as light and graceful as a as a meadowlark. Oh, what a pretty speech. But why not call me Marguerite, Mr. Dalbrook? I've called you Marguerite to myself for a long time. I've seen you school here so often and, and admired you so. My name's Harry. Well... Why didn't you say so a long time ago, Harry? Well, you, you never seem to look at us, men. Why haven't you come to the normal school dances before? Well, my mother never lets me go out anywhere. It's driving me crazy. I'm kept away tonight. Let me go and with you. Kinda, and here I am, sitting in the moonlight, holding your hand. Oh, I'm glad. It's wonderful just to be with you. Are your folks always going to keep you so close, Marguerite? Well, it's my mother. Just because my father left her when I was a baby, she hates all men. But you're the first man I, I ever really talked to or danced with. The first man in, in your whole life? The very first. That is, except for my cousin Norman. I liked him. He was wonderful. But but I haven't seen him since I was a little girl. What became of him? Well, his family moved away. He's married now, I hear. You should be married too, Marguerite. You're so sweet. Well, that's not what the kids used to yell at me. Oh, Harry. You are sweet and lovely and, and warm. Please, Marguerite, will you, will you marry me? Oh, no. Oh, I'm never going to kill you. Oh, no, I can't. Now, wait. Don't say no. Your mother's reared you, but, but look. I got a farm, and a good farm. I'll work my fingers off to make you happy. Will you, will you marry me? Say you will, Marguerite. Please say you will. Yes. Yes, I will. Oh, Harry, hold me. You don't know how lonely I've been. You'll never be lonely anymore. Can't I say goodnight to my little girl? Well, all right, but don't get a nice clean nightgown all full of hayseed. Good night, Alice, darling. Sleep well. Good night, Daddy. Come along, now, Alice. Get to bed. Good night, Daddy. Good night, dear. Well, now don't splash water all over. All right. Is the uh, upper ready? 
That's all I've heard for six years. Is supper ready? Is breakfast ready? Is dinner ready? But, Marguerite, I'm working for you day and night. Oh, that's a trouble, Harry. You work all day, plowing and planting. And you sit up all night, packing turkeys. No fun, no dances, no anything. But that's farm life. You've got to work hard. I do. I slave on this place. But it's worth it. You're your own master. It's worth it. Maybe to you, Harry, but not to me. I'm sick of it. Now, how can you say it? With little Alice asleep there inside, well and healthy, thank heaven. Only five and big enough for seven. We don't owe a penny. We'll have food and fuel for the winter. Oh, I hate the winter. Shut in here with you. Nothing but snow and cold. Oh, I don't know why I ever married you. I don't know what to make of you. I work for you as hard as I know how, but... I can't make you happy. Would you like a new dress or... I wonder who that is. I don't know. May I come in? Sure, stranger. What do you want? Hello, Marguerite. Norman. I'm glad you remember your little cousin. Norman Driscoll. Double, I'm Norman Driscoll. Welcome, Norman. You ain't so little. Six feet, too, I'd... Draw up a chair. I'll pour you a cup of coffee. No, no, not that coffee. I'll make it like you used to like it. And wait, I'll cut the chocolate cake I made for Sunday. <laughs> she was always partial to you, Norman. Are you visiting here? No. My wife and I have bought the next farm. The next farm? Yes, I've always wanted to get back here. Oh, it's good to see you, Marguerite. Norman, it's like a... Yeah, Norman, you haven't even noticed her cake. Oh, it's very good. I think I'll be over often. Norman, I shouldn't meet you out here like this, but... But it's spring, Marguerite. You love me. You've always loved me. And I've loved you ever since we were kids. I've never been able to forget you. You've been in my heart always. Since you've come back, I hate him more and more every day. Oh, I could kill him. Oh, no, Marguerite, no. Don't say that. You mustn't harm him. But I don't want stolen moments with you. I want a lifetime with you. My wife would divorce me. She's agreed to for $2,000. What about Harry? Oh, he's never divorced me. For Alice's sake. Norman, if you really love me, help me to get him out of the way. You mean? Yes. Get rid of him. Norman, hold me. Hold me. Marguerite, why didn't I marry you? Why well, I've got to marry you. I don't want to snatch kisses in parked cars and barns under apple trees like this. I've got to have you for always. Then help me get rid of him. I'll help. I promise. I know, I know a colored fellow, Drummond. They call him Drummy. Maybe we can hire him to, to do it. When? How much? How soon? I'll tell you. I'll send him over to your place. You get Harry to hire him as a farmhand, and then... Then, then we'll be free. Understand, Drummy. Here's ten dollars more. You see all these big bills? Yes, it's 
Well, you get all that when you do what I tell you. No, sir. No, sir, Mr. Driscoll. I'm going to kill Mr. Dobbo. He's a mighty good man. All right. If you don't, I'll go to the police. Tell them you stole $10 from me. They'll lock you up. You can't do that, Mr. Mr. Driscoll. It, it'll be a lie. Well, who'd believe you? It would be your word against mine. You'd lose your job. No, no, please. I need my job. All right, then. I want you to take this gun. No, sir. No, sir. Please, please, Mr. Driscoll. You take this gun and do what I say. Mrs. Dolvo will have you fired tonight. Oh, Lord. All right, Mr. Driscoll. I'll take it. Drummond, we had to do it tonight. Where's Alan? I put her to bed, and I loaded the pistol for Drummond. I put it in his hand, and I told him to do it now, while Harry's inside reading his farm paper. It was very nice, but we can't talk about it at this hour of night. You help Harry in with the groceries. I'll carry Alice in. She's still half asleep. Yes, ma'am, I'll help. Come on, Mr. Dumbo. I'm going to give you a hand with them baskets. Come on, I'll help. You two are both playing a Mr. Well, now, you set it down there. Where are you going, Harry? I'm going to look at the turkey tent. Them birds, eh? I'll go out there, Mr. Dobo. You must be mighty tired. Grammy, Harry will take care of the turkeys. You carry in the rest of the groceries. But, Mrs. Dobo, Mrs. Dobo, I'm going to go Did out. you hear me, Drummy? Yes, ma'am. Where's the tub? I've got to bathe Alice. She's so warm, she won't be able to sleep a wink tonight. But here it is, ma'am. Well, uh, set it on the table there. Yes, ma'am. Now, pour some water in it. You hear me, Drummy? Why are you staring at me like that? Yes, ma'am. Yes, I thought you were going to look at your turkeys, Harry. Yeah, I'm going. Just a mite tired. 
I'm gone. Mr. Jumbo, I'll go get the dirty bed. You, 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 inside. Drummy, I told you to bring in the vegetables. But, but, Mr. Harris, you didn't go outside now. Why? Come on, I told you something. Are you going to obey me? Yes, Mom. I'm going. Come on, baby. In the water you go. Well, you'll be all right, dear. This will freshen you up. You'll be a new girl soon. You'll be a new girl. Why do you say that, Mom? What's the matter? Nothing, dear. Nothing. You'll move plenty of silver that there. Figure I got enough stuff to winter almost. Won't have to go out again. How do you go out to your turkey? But maybe I ought to go, Mrs. Elbow. Who came about a few minutes? No, Drummy. I said no. Yes, ma'am. I guess I'll go now. Might as well have it over with. Sure. Go on, Harry. Go on. But, Mrs. Elbow, I want to tell you... I'm not interested in what you had to tell me. I'll be back soon. Oh, thank you, now. I'm so tired. Yes, dear. Here you go. Mm, now this little girl. Now, you get into your nightgown and see if you can call the Sandman in two minutes. Oh, sure, I can, because I'm so tired. Close that door, Johnny. We may disturb her. Yes, ma'am. Now, you come with me. We're going outside. Mrs. Dumbo, Mrs. Dumbo, you, you know what's going to happen. My her, he's found me, he's found me. Killed, Johnny, yes. Harry Dobo, my husband, he's going to be killed. Yes, and Mr. Gibson's waiting outside for He's waiting outside. Yes, I know. Come on. You should let him go. Yes, I should, Remy. I want Harry to be killed. I think something happened. He, he got him. I hope so, Remy. Come on, Remy. Oh, Lord, Master Harry. Get up. Come with me. anything, understand? Yes, sir. I've been, I've been Now, now help me with this body. Get hold of his feet and we'll carry him back to the barn. No, sir, I can't touch that Get hold of those feet. Yes, Just a minute, Dummy. You want some money? What? Money? Harry has some money. Take it out of his pocket. No, 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 I can't touch that body. Now, don't be a fool, Dummy. Now help me carry him. Back to the farm. Come on, come on now, boy. Anybody wants to make a million, bring your money out. Because I'm a crap shooting fool. I'm going to get it right now. You can't put your money out. Not a joke there. You can't come with that. I can't. Well, I've got a lot to do. Here, look at that. Here's 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 25, 26, 27. Oh, uh, twenty seven bucks. Come on, baby. Come on over, drummy, and twenty seven bucks. Come on, you both. Come on. Ah. Eat. Little eat a home decatur. Where you won't get that dough, drummy? Find a gold mine? Yeah, with a million bucks in it. <laughs> you can't fool me, drummy. You ain't got no more dough. I ain't here. Here's a bone jack. 
with my pals of Tintin Seagulls. Six Tintin Seagulls and six Brills. And here, here, here's two bucks for yourself. I got no dough, man. <laughs> Where'd you get that money, Drummond? You killed Harry Dalbo. No, no, the honest, I didn't kill nobody, Mr. Stuber. I didn't kill anybody. You hit him over the head with an axe. No, no. You murdered him. I didn't do it. Then you stole his money. No, no. How much money did you steal from him, Drummond? Is that all, Drummond? Yes, sir. So you say you had nothing to do with the murder of Harry Dalbo? No, sir. I didn't do nothing. Mrs. Dalbo and Norman Driscoll plotted this killing alone. Yes, sir. They did it. I didn't do nothing. That's all. Your witness. No questions, Mr. Peacock. <clears throat> I'd like to call Mrs. Dalbo again, please. Mrs. Harry Dalbo, take the stand, please. Mrs. Dalbo? You heard the testimony of the last witness, Mr. Drummond? Yes, sir. Have you anything to say about his testimony? Yes. He lied. You say Drummond lied. You mean that you and Driscoll did not murder your husband? Absolutely not. You weren't in, uh, in love with Driscoll? No. You didn't arrange for Driscoll to be there waiting for your husband in the dark until you sent him to his death? No. You mean to say that you didn't know Driscoll would be there the night your husband was murdered? No. Mrs. Dalbo? Is this your handwriting? What? It looks like my handwriting. It looks like your handwriting? It is your handwriting, isn't it? Yes. You wrote this letter to Driscoll, didn't you? Yes. And this man Driscoll, whom you didn't love, whom you didn't expect the night your husband was murdered. This is the man you call sweetheart in this letter, isn't it? Yes, but... But, but that doesn't mean anything. Calling a man who is not your husband's sweetheart doesn't mean anything? I know. Everybody called not Mr. Driscoll's sweetheart. <laughs> everybody called Mr. Driscoll's sweetheart. Did everybody invite him home after dark to murder a devoted husband? And then did everybody sign letters to Driscoll, your dear as ever? Why don't you answer? Perhaps you wonder how the state got this letter. I'll tell you how we got it. You thought you'd drop this letter into Driscoll's box along the road, didn't you? But in spite of your intelligence, in spite of your cool and calm manner, you made one mistake, one fatal slip. You dropped this letter in another neighbor's box. Uh, call Mr. Driscoll again, please. Mr. Driscoll, you say you weren't in love with Miss Dalbo? That's right. And you expect the jury to believe that? I'm a happily married man. What should I want with Mrs. Dalbo? You're a happily married man. Then tell the jury, if you can, why you entered into this divorce agreement with your wife. Give me that. Where did you get that? You have no right to. That's my personal property. Wait. Everybody call him sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir, I didn't do nothing. I'm a happily married man. You made one fatal slip. 
You drop this letter in another neighbor's box. Larry has the money. Let me take it out of his pocket. Marguerite, it's done. All finished. Yes, Don't move. You know where's Glenn Heaven. I've got a lot to do. Bring my pair some pinching seagulls. Sonny, I want her to be killed. Magazine. True Detective Story has been transcribed for you by Trans American. <laughs> 